0: I will rise and go to my father, and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. O Lord, open thou our lips.
1: And our mouth shall show forth thy praise.
0: Praise ye the Lord.
1: The Lord's name be praised.
0: O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Psalm 147 on page 522. O praise the Lord, for it is a good thing to sing praises unto our God. Yea, a joyful and pleasant thing it is to be thankful.
1: The Lord doth build up Jerusalem, and gather together the outcasts of Israel.
0: He healeth those that are broken in heart, and giveth medicine to heal their sickness.
1: He telleth the number of the stars, and calleth them all by their names.
0: Great is our Lord, and great is his power. Yea, his wisdom is infinite.
1: The Lord setteth up the meek, and bringeth the ungodly down to the ground.
0: O sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving, sing praises upon the harp unto our God.
1: Who covereth the heaven with clouds, and prepareth rain for the earth, and maketh the grass to grow upon the mountains, and herb for the use of men.
0: Who giveth fodder unto the cattle, and feedeth the young ravens that call upon him.
1: He hath no pleasure in the strength of an horse, neither delighteth he in any man's legs.
0: But the Lord's delight is in them that fear him, and put their trust in his mercy.
1: Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem! Praise thy God, O Sion.
0: For he hath made fast the bars of thy gates, and hath blessed thy children within thee.
1: He maketh peace in thy borders, and filleth thee with the flower of wheat.
0: He sendeth forth his commandment upon earth, and his word runneth very swiftly.
1: He giveth snow like wool, and scattereth the hoarfrost like ashes.
0: He casteth forth his ice like morsels, who is able to abide his frost.
1: He sendeth out his word, and melteth them. He bloweth with his wind, and the waters flow.
0: He showeth his word unto Jacob. His statutes and ordinances unto Israel.
1: He hath not dealt so with any nation, neither have the heathen knowledge of his laws.
2: Here beginneth the 29th verse of the 12th chapter of the book of Exodus. And it came to pass at midnight that the Lord struck all the firstborn in the land of Egypt. From the firstborn of Pharaoh who sat on his throne to the firstborn of the captive who was in the dungeon, and all the firstborn of livestock. So Pharaoh rose in the night, he and his servants, and all the Egyptians, and there was a great cry from Egypt, for there was not a house where there was not one dead. Then he called for Moses and Aaron by night and said, Rise and go out from among my people, both you and the children of Israel, and go and serve the Lord as you have said. Also take your flocks and your herds, as you have said, and be gone, and bless me also. The Egyptians urged the people that they might send them out of the land in haste, for they said, We shall all be dead. People took their dough before it was leavened, having their kneading bowls bound up with their clothes on their shoulders. Now the children of Israel had done according to the word of Moses, and they had asked from the Egyptians articles of silver, articles of gold and clothing, and the Lord given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they granted them what they requested thus they plundered the Egyptians then the children of Israel journeyed from Ramses to seconds about six hundred thousand men on foot beside children a mixed multitude went up with them also in flocks and herds a great deal of livestock and they baked unleavened cakes out of the dough which they had brought out of Egypt, for it is not leaven, because they were driven out of Egypt and could not wait, nor had they prepared provisions for themselves. Now now the sojourn of the children of Israel who lived in Egypt was 430 years. And it came to pass at the end of the 430 years, on that very same day, came to pass that all the armies of the Lord went out from the land of Egypt It is a night of solemn observance to the Lord for bringing them out of the land of Egypt. This is that night of the Lord, a solemn observance for all the children of Israel throughout their generations. And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, this is the ordinance of the Passover. No outsider shall eat it, but every man servant who is bought for money when you have circumcised him, then he may eat it. A sojourner and a hired servant shall not eat it. In one house it shall be eaten. You shall not carry any of the flesh outside the house, nor shall you break one of its bones. All the congregation of Israel shall keep it. And when a stranger sojourns with you and wants to keep the Passover, let all his males be circumcised, and then let him come near and keep it, and he shall be as a native of the land. For no uncircumcised person shall eat it. One mile should be for the native-born and the stranger who sojourns among you. Thus, all the children of Israel did as the Lord commanded Moses and Aaron; so they did. So it came to pass on that very same day that the Lord brought the children of Israel out of the land according to their armies. Here ends the first lesson.
0: Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever.
3: Here beginneth the 15th verse of the 16th chapter of First Corinthians. I urge you, brethren, you know, the household of Stephanus, that is the firstfruits of Achaia, and that they have devoted themselves to the ministry of the saints, that you also submit to such, and to everyone who works and labors with us. I am glad about the coming of Stephanus, Fortunatus, and Achaicus, who has been lacking on your part they supplied, for they refreshed my spirit and yours. Therefore acknowledge such men. The churches of Asia greet you. Achilla and Priscilla greet you heartily in the Lord, with the church that is in their house. All the brethren greet you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. The salutation with my own hand, Paul's. If anyone does not love the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be accursed. O Lord, come. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. My love be with you all in Christ Jesus. Amen. Here endeth the second lesson.
0: to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth,
1: And take not thy Holy Spirit from us.
0: We beseech thee, Almighty God, mercifully to look upon thy people, that by thy great goodness they may be governed and preserved evermore, both in body and soul, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, let us forgive the sins of all those who are penitent. Create making us new and contrite hearts. That we, worthy lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants of all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, um so we've been reading in exodus a preparation for the events of the passover and now it's actually enacted and what god has said was going to happen actually does happen and now we're we're witnessing it and it's interesting in here we get a few numbers so we get six hundred thousand 000 uh, hebrews who are leaving Egypt at this time but it's interesting that the the word for thousands can also mean families so it could be 600 families which would be probably more realistic because 600,000 people when they say people they mean men so you have to you know essentially more than double that to account for the women and children and so that would have been the the a population equal to egypt at the time and bigger than israel would become so but 600 families seems pretty close to to what would be going on at this time and then we see that it's been about 430 years they've been in egypt so if you figure as joseph was a uh, a bigwig in the egyptian courts lasting about 30 years or so they've been enslaved for about 400 years they've been here in in egypt and we see here that the egyptians have been sort of immune to the the the, the worries of life you know they've been building these these great cities and stuff using the, the Hebrews as slave labor. They have not suffered at all for anything that's been going on. And now they the postage has come due. All the stuff that they, that's, should have been accruing to them comes due to them all in one fell swoop and falls upon their firstborn sons because God's firstborn, Israel, who was supposed to be firstborn, and lead the other nations has been suffering under bondage and an interesting connection here between both lessons our, our old testament and new testament lesson is how fundamentally different the truth of god is than to our the human ideas of religion so we see here in in exodus that from the beginning it God has taken pains to lay out to the Jewish people how this is supposed to be an inviting endeavor, that you are going to always remember these events and always uh, commemorate them. But you are also going to be having people come in and you're supposed to draw them in and bring them part and become part of God's people. So he's talking about the foreigner and, and the sojourner. And how they are going to be allowed to worship with them by becoming part of the Jewish people, by doing the same things that the Jewish people do, which was namely, you know, maintain the covenant by engaging in circumcision of the male. And so this is very important. And we also see this in our New Testament lesson where Paul is talking about these people who have come in and become part of the the church in Corinth and how they are no longer foreigners. They're no longer outsiders. They are are to be part of the, the, the church. And this is always an important thing to remember, that it's always supposed to be inviting and it's always supposed to be building and growing and bringing people in and these things like circumcision for example are not to be what they become later on as we see in the New Testament as ways of distinguishing the Jewish people against the foreigner and a way of keeping the foreigner out these are supposed to be marks where you want a relationship with God to such an extent that you're willing to do these things. And it's always important to remember, you know, when we bring people into the church, you know, sometimes we can be criticized for not offering communion to everyone. And we see here that these things that we do together are supposed to draw people in, but you have to become part of the community first. To partake of the Passover meal, you must become Jewish. To partake in communion, you must become part of the church. And these are always important things to remember, that the thing in and of itself has great value, but it is enacted and remembered and part of our communion with each other. Just as Passover meal was brought inside the families where every family is supposed to do it you have to come inside you have to come inside and join the family join the church you know the ancient uh church fathers likened that to uh noah's ark being brought in and then you can enjoy this new life together in a community but just some thoughts about today's lessons Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. That it may be pleased to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings, and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, Thine unworthy servants, do give Thee most humble and hearty thanks for all Thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. and by walking before Thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with Thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us this morning. Hope you have a great Saturday.
1: Thank you, Deacon John. Thank you. Have a good
3: Have day with everybody. Bye. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Wonderful. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. A cooler Saturday.
1: Happy a good
3: day. Have a good day.